but no like i i when i saw it i was like oh wow when i first looked when i first saw those shoes mm -hmm. i said oh wow that's interesting i was like <laughs> I, was, I was like yeah that's really interesting like and not in not really in like a oh i would like buy them i was just like this is weird this is really strange um yeah. but i also was like we've we've seen this before like if you if you watch if you're in any form of pop culture or any if you don't live under a rock <laughs> and you definitely have seen that route being taken with the you know satan and lucifer there's a show called lucifer and apparently it's a really good show apparently it's I, on netflix right i've it's seen on, it it's on well, netflix. i haven't watched it but like i've seen the thing yeah it's on netflix and it's on fox like and it's called lucifer and like it's about i guess it's about yeah it's about lucifer satan what you know kind of living in our time and doing all kinds of stuff i don't really know what that that show's about um there's there's shows all over the place that we've seen about hell and satan and all that all you know and then this pop star that i'm not going to mention by name but we all know what we're talking about drops these shoes and we all lost our minds yeah um but here's here was the thing though here was the thing that was funny was that it wasn't just christians that lost their minds it was everybody like yeah. everybody had something to say about the shoes and but mainly what and what we're going to talk about here um because we are both believers and we're both christians and we both some way shape or form have some affiliation with church affiliation <laughs> yeah we're affiliated we're affiliated with them you know what it is it's like it's like um did you watch justice league as a kid like the one no. that came out okay anyway <laughs> anyway but i'll say is there was in in the there was, it, it came out a couple of years ago justice league um and it was really popular for a second really good show it's on hbo max if you want to watch it but anyway um no batman when they start the justice league batman is the only one that's just like okay i'm in but i'm not really i'm affiliated with you guys but i'm not really affiliated with you guys so he's right. like you know so he has like his own thing but he also comes and works with them from time to time. That's how I feel about my relationship with the church right now. That <laughs> I, yeah, you know what? I can feel that one. <laughs> I can feel that one. It's no shade. It's just like I'm, uh, I'm, it's I'm like, like the yeah. church is like that, like that side of the family, like you're not really cool with, but like you're related to. <laughs>
we're talking about like we're talking about like church culture. We're not talking because obviously there's different there's different layers to it, you know, spiritually yeah, speaking and theologically absolutely. speaking. Because we are still very much a part of the church. Because if you're a Christian, you are right. part of what is called the body of Christ. So, exactly. But when we talk about like Sunday sitting in pews, you know, watching the, you know, you know, the 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 videos across the big screens and the lights and the smoke and all that jazz. No, sir. Um, <laughs> with all due respect, if you do that, then that's completely fine. But this is where we're at, we're, we're at right now. Um, but this is not a, uh, this is not, the, I promised that this was not going to be like a church bashing thing. Just, you know, just, just, no. just be entertained by the humor and the sarcasm, but it's all. I, it's a special like mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. especially if you like myself, like you're born and raised in it. Absolutely. Like there's never been a year of my life where I wasn't involved in church mm-hmm. um, up until recently. And yeah. so it's like, it's a very interesting experience and like the humor that can come out of it. Church humor is the best humor. Church humor <laughs> like, is, I love is it. the best I look humor. For it. But you but know, it's not, yeah. it doesn't come from a place of like, bitterness or or hate you know well you know what you know what i had to come to i guess the realization or just the or just you know being honest with myself was because a lot of things i've talked about church in the last couple of recordings and episodes that i've done with this podcast Mm -hmm. but um you know and i've and i've gone through different avenues and different feelings of it but the main thing i've and i will say like it's my because of the my frustrations and the anger and the hurt and all those different negative things that we look at, those things don't come from just a place of, they didn't just come out of anywhere. You know, they didn't come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. It comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of, you know, Wally has that great line. He says, you, if you never love, you can never, if you, yeah, you can, if you never love, you can never hate or something like that. You know, like, you know, and I don't hate the church, but you know, it is that it is going through those ebbs and flows of feelings of like, you know, I was, you're so involved and you're so passionate about it. You're so in, you're in love with the church. I love the church, but you know, when, uh, you know, that opens you up to be susceptible to hurt and susceptible mm-hmm. to mistreatment and susceptible to, you know, hot, too hot, too high expectations and all those different things you know it's just like it's a relationship it's a hundred percent of yeah. relationship. i mean it's so, like family you know what it i is. mean it's like family. there's there's nothing like family that like can like make you like mm-hmm. over the top yeah. angry and frustrated but at the same time like you love that person mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean and so it's like sometimes like family those are like the ugliest fights yeah, you know yeah absolutely absolutely so like and I say all that to say that, you know, when this, we're using the shoes as a backdrop to the conversation that we're, that we're having right now, because I feel like, and I think that Chris feels the same way, was that there was, you know, I think there was a moment where we could have had a conversation about this stuff. And, you know, we, you know, a lot of Christians and a lot of believers had a problem with the shoes and not you know, and it was like, and that's understandable. Like, you know, it's, you know, if you're a Christian, who is a bad guy in Christianity, Satan, why would you have a shoe, you know, that, that idolizes and, and, and worships that idea? Um, and hear me out. Like there was also, there are, there are other people and I'm, I'm thankful that I have people in my life that 
can give me a different perspective on the music video that was released and mm -hmm. also the shoe that came out and just that that specific artist and what he did because um you know they're giving me different views and i was like oh wow okay i, I didn't really see it that way i didn't really think of it that way because i still very much have those church you know that that that's the church roots man so when we see yeah. stuff and we go mm -mm, no no <laughs> and we get it and i and i said something about it and um i remember you said chris um and this is what blew me away what you said yeah, a lot a lot of stuff that you say blows me away because you're you got you got such a deep well of wisdom um and that's why i had to get you on the podcast because i was like nah she gets it she totally gets it <laughs> um and we've had multiple conversations about it but you said um and i may misquote you on this but you said you said something like we need to stop we need to stop expecting the world to act it's we need to stop expecting non-christians to act christian mm -hmm. and i was like <clears throat> oh shoot i didn't even think of it that way of like where we have that we have that expectation of us who are in church and who are christian we have this idea and have this expectation that the world is not supposed to do what the world is going to do and you know, like, so where did, where did that come from? And tell me, talk to me about that. Oh, uh, man, I think that just comes from a lifetime of, mm. of seeing the same cycle. Yeah. Um, and we, we do it everywhere. We do it with pop culture. We mm -hmm. do it in politics. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, go ahead. Go ahead. I I love the Lord. Mm -hmm. I love Jesus. I I've always felt mm -hmm. um, a sensitivity mm -hmm. to the things of God, um, yeah. and I I don't think that just comes from growing up in church. Um, and it, it's been a hard thing to balance as I've gotten older as as an adult, especially um, in our age, like anyone in your like 20s right now like you're in a very interesting place because you're not really millennial mm -hmm. per se but you're not really gen z either you're in this like middle ground mm -hmm. and i think this middle ground you've seen so much yeah like in culture shift yeah you know what i mean like we're young enough to remember when like nobody really used cell phones yeah and I that. when like computers were the size of like boxes you know what i mean like you're you young enough or like old enough to remember that but like young enough to like be really tech savvy mm -hmm. and you know what i mean like yeah. all these like new age stuff mm -hmm. um and so it's a really interesting place to be in but i think for me like over the last few years specifically because i think we've seen so much mm -hmm in the last few years not that it never existed yeah. but because it has become either normalized mm. or there's just a bigger platform with social mm. media mm -hmm. to where you there's a magnifying glass on everything mm -hmm. and so for me it's just never really made sense like yeah god created the world Mm -hmm. and he created humans yeah um and he gave us free will 
So when you say that we have free will, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I think not to go into like the whole, you know, like no, church ahead. and like background and everything, but it's like you go back to the garden. There was a decision that was made. Mm-hmm. There was a choice that Adam and Eve made, yeah. and there were consequences to to that decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that has played out yeah. through the rest of humanity. Mm-hmm. And so when that decision was made, there was a separation that happened. Mm -hmm. And as a result, years later, Mm -hmm. God sent his son into the world that there might be a bridge to connect us back to the father. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So where in that did we get this idea as Christians that the world needs to be Christian? Mm. We were called to make disciples. Yeah. We were called yeah. to love our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, you know, like we're called to obey the word and live out, you know, the teachings of Christ and yeah, all yeah. of that stuff. It's like, but where is it seen that like the world needs to be Christian? The world's not going to be Christian. The world's going to fade away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's, that's what's written. The world's going to fade away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's like when, when pop culture and like these different artists or like figures and politics and all of this crazy stuff that we're seeing happening, like when they don't align with Christian values, mm-hmm. why are we surprised? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and why is it all of a sudden, like those people are evil yeah those people yeah you know what i mean yeah. like to me it just doesn't make sense like you're holding them to a standard that they don't live by exactly exactly and like i feel like they're when you because we because we're going in, or i'll touch on scripture on what you just said but like number one in scripture does say for god so loved the world like we we quote john three sixteen all the time like loved he loved the world mm-hmm. you know he says that he did not come he did not come to condemn the world all these different things that we preach and we read but obviously are very difficult to live out and i'm not chastising anybody for that because it is difficult to live out mm-hmm. but i'm but everything you know for me navigating my faith that's why i go back to the gospel and what it is and what it was created to do and what it, it's supposed to be. Because when I look at everything from politics to, you know, some crazy looking shoes to, you know, you know, any anything, even even me in my own in my own life, like that's that's why I can, you know, be thankful for Jesus and for the gospel because of the fact that I can't do it on my own. And I right. never could. It was. It's impossible for me to do it mm-hmm. on my own, and it's impossible for me to live a perfect life. That's why I came to do it. So that's the that's one part of it. But the second part of it, what I'm thinking about as you were talking, was, you know, going in, go, you know, going in the scripture and in the teachings of Jesus Christ. He did talk about how you know the world would not like, you know, followers of Jesus. I'm not even gonna say Christians, but I'll just say followers of Jesus. Um, because I feel like American Christianity has, 
definitely strayed away a little bit or it has become a religion within itself. And that's a little bit separate from what Jesus teaches. So I was thinking, I was like, you know what? As he said, as he's taught all those things, I'm also thinking about the fact of, like you said, the world is going to do what the world is going to do, you know? And I, and I don't even want to say the world, but we're just using it for this conversation, like, because we are part of it, you know? We are right, definitely yeah. part of it. We definitely live in it. You know, even though I know it says we spoke, we live in the world, but we're in the other world, all that stuff. But like, but when you think about it, like, we, he told us and he gave us our assignment and what we are supposed to do. And that we are going to go a different way from where everyone else is going who don't follow him. Because if you're following Jesus, you're not following the same direction as everyone else who isn't following Jesus. So there is going to be some pushback. There is going to be some resistance. There's going to be some rebellion. There's going to be, you know, all those different things. But I feel like right now, you know, when I thought when I saw how we how Christians responded to the shoes and I understand and I get it, you know, you know, I, I totally understand. I'm not chastising anybody for their feelings about it. But what I'm saying is, is that we definitely had an opportunity to have a conversation and also to um, be able to, hmm, how do I want to say this, but we, we didn't, re we, we, it showed me that we are still responding in a way that is very much old school you know, outdated um, Christianity, I'll call it like that. So mm -hmm. I'll ask you, do you feel like right now in 2021, in this, you know, and where with social media and with politics and pop culture and everything that's going on right now, do you feel like the church is not, is, is still using outdated plays and outdated information and outdated ways of reaching people and that we need to grow and evolve and learn and find new ways to be a light and be a symbol of love and hope because i don't feel like we're doing that right now yeah um i think it's interesting um mm -hmm. because i don't want to get off topic but mm -hmm. no, good. you know but there's this new I don't want to call it a trend because I feel like that's being disrespectful, but there's mm. this new wave of um, progressive mm -hmm. Christians. Yeah, I heard about and that. And I think it's, I think it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I think the reason behind it is valid because mm -hmm. like you said, I, I think there is to an extent mm -hmm. um, the way that the church does things, the way that the church can handle things. Mm -hmm. um, I think still very much carries that like, like fire and brimstone and like <laughs> laying down yeah. the law. Like yeah. we're gonna take them outside the mm -hmm. town or we're gonna stone them. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> you're, you're going to hell, um, repent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like I think the church still has that, but only when it suits them. Mm. Yeah, I think you can't talk about the ways in which, and this is not to point the finger to like place blame mm -hmm. but it's just a, 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 a fact like the church picks and chooses yeah which issues mm -hmm. are deserving of like you know ostracizing people and yeah. and yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. it's like strong hand of judgment and so i would say that 
no, I, I don't believe that the church is doing a good job of, of being uh, salt and light and, and loving their neighbor well. Mm-hmm. Um, because your neighbor is not just the person who's sitting next to you in the pew. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, just a little side story, I can remember taking a class mm-hmm. at a community college yeah. um, some years ago. And mm-hmm. I, how the topic even came up with like Christian and church and like all this stuff. Like, I just remember one of my classmates yeah. looking at me and saying why do christians hate gay people Mm -hmm. and i've never forgotten it because i didn't know what to say and i was so saddened Mm -hmm. that like they really felt that way and so you have a a large group of people who feel that way that the church hates them whether for whatever reason you know simply for the fact that they're not christian yeah and so i do think we have failed as christians and i'm going to say we because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, as believers, we are still a part of that church. Very much so. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just, a, you know, like we say, like, it's not a building, you know, like we are the church. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because of that, mm-hmm. because it's not just a building, because it, it we collectively as believers make up the church. Mm-hmm. It is on all of us. It is, it is a we mm-hmm. thing that needs to take place. And I think that starts with accountability. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a significant lack of that. And, and going into accountability, because I totally agree with you on that, is um, I feel like right now, and it's not just church, I feel like it's just a wave right now, everyone just drinking Kool-Aid, whatever Kool-Aid they're drinking, I don't know what it is, but definitely probably starts from social, stems from social media. But um there definitely, I see there, there is a challenge right now with taking accountability. Um, and it's not just in the church. I think it's just going on in society, like I said. Um, because if you, the, I guess it's the unhealthy way of thinking, thinking of if you confront me or hold me accountable in love or even in, you know, even in your own emotions, because sometimes we get emotional, we, sometimes we get angry and sometimes we get upset we look at that as an attack you know like if you hold me accountable in like any relationship if i'm if i'm in a dating relationship and you know i'm being held accountable by the person that i'm with Mm -hmm. you know i have to i can look at that okay okay is she attacking me or or you know or or you know or not even like that. Sometimes, sometimes we get defensive and we're like, oh my God, it feels like an attack and your feelings are saying this is an attack and they're attacking me for whatever reason. And, you know, that's the problem because if you love somebody, then you want to hold them. If you really love someone, you will hold them accountable. If you love someone, you will, yes, you will champion them. You will, you know, speak life into them. You will um, you know, trust them, do all those good things, but you also in a loving way, make sure that they're not, you know, veering off the side of the road or, you know, driving off of a cliff or, you know, hand, you know, looking at life in, in a healthy perspective, because we're supposed to be connected with one another. We're supposed to be amongst each other. And I think that when you think, when you really look at it, the church is supposed, the church has been set to a standard. And so a church has been set as from to an expectation based off of the teachings of Jesus Christ. He's coming back, you know, if you believe in, if you believe that, if you're listening, he's coming back 
to um, judge his church. He's coming to look at us and look at what we've done. And, we'll, and when we face, you know, when we face him, God getting really spiritual, but when we face him, you know, when we go that, when we go that, go to heaven, you know, all that, all that jazz, if you believe in that, we're going to be held accountable to the things that we've done while we were here in flesh and bone on earth. So the idea that the church has, I feel like, and that's what's happening is that it's becoming this elitist, we come, you come to us versus we go to you kind of mentality and you wear our jersey and you speak our language and you do these things it's but and i and i understand that but i also think that that's not how it was a long time ago it was you know you go out the 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 mandate was set for you it was the mission was given to you because now you believe in me and now you are supposed to go out and like you said, you're supposed to make disciples. And now I feel like the role has in a way has reversed. And I feel, and I feel like that's more so in America, in the Americanized evangelical church is that mm -hmm. it's the world has been reversed to where you serve us, you know, okay. the world serves us. And then, and, and, you know, and then when the world goes and when, you know, LGBT community, when the black community, when the Hispanic community, when the Asian community, when pop culture, you know, celebrities and all that stuff say, no, 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 we need you. We go, you know, we condemnation, insecurity, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, separation. And I feel like, I feel like the church has definitely separated itself from the world that it's supposed to be. Yeah, amongst. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting though, because mm -hmm. it there is a very, I say it all the time. I hate that church culture is even mm. a thing. I hate mm. that there is a church culture. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And like, I'm specifically like, you know, Sunday, Wednesday nights mm -hmm. or Friday nights. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? Let's, hey, let's go out. Let's get coffee together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, hate, I hate coffee. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you, know how many, you know how many coffee meetings I've had? Just and it's like you know the fact that like coffee shops have like become like a Christian staple. Like it how is. does that even happen? You know what it I mean? Is. And so it's like in there is another very big mm. pop star mm -hmm. who in recent years has been very vocal mm. about his relationship with Christ mm -hmm. and like the transformation that has taken place. Mm -hmm. Um and it, it's like i mean in everything like you can hear it like yeah very much so. his faith has been a huge part mm -hmm. of like his life in recent years you can hear it in his music mm -hmm. and he is constantly mm -hmm. talking about the love of god on his instagram mm -hmm. but man like it's christian like not even people who aren't saved it's christians who are like commenting or constantly have something to say about mm -hmm how his faith isn't real mm, mm -hmm. and you know like of course you know he just wants to use god's name yeah. for whatever reason you know and i feel like how is anybody going to want to be part of a community mm -hmm. when just because it doesn't look the way that you think it should or you have this idea that any kind of fame or anything to do with hollywood is the antichrist yeah 
Like, I don't believe you in know that. I, mean? I don't believe in that, man. I mean, I, to an extent, like I get it, but I, I don't totally believe in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, why? I mean, even as a Christian, as a believer, like, yeah, I don't even want to like be a part of that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, because when somebody whose faith is genuine, mm-hmm. um, who who is really trying to to live life, yeah, walking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. But because it doesn't look the way that you think it should, mm-hmm. be, based on church culture, yeah. then it must not be real. It must not be genuine. Mm. Um, and I just, I think that's trash. Like, mm-hmm. bottom line is, none of us are mind readers. Mm-hmm. None of us can look at a person and know exactly what's in their heart. Yeah. God alone has that power. Mm-hmm. So it's none of your business. honestly i think that's what it comes down to for me it's none of your business well you know what yeah you know whether a person's faith is is real or not like yeah you know what you know what it is as well is that i feel like it's also because of social media and like you said earlier like we i remember when social media wasn't a thing um i remember it wasn't you know first it was myspace and then it was facebook and then facebook and yeah. twitter and instagram and do you remember path this is a random question do you remember path that that, that was a it was a yeah, it was an app called path and it was like it was supposed to be like instagram it was supposed to be like instagram facebook and twitter in one and myspace oh and interesting. All, yeah i've never heard of that it, it was called path it was it came out like right around when instagram came out but it was short-lived it it, it, I, don't, it I don't think it exists anymore but anyway, um, but um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, like I remember when there, that wasn't a thing. I remember when instant messaging was a thing, you know, and I remember yeah. before that, like it wasn't, you know, that wasn't really, you know, we had to email somebody, you had to call somebody. On the phone. <laughs> but all that, all that to say, like, there was a time where you couldn't look up your ex on Instagram or Facebook. There was a there was a time. Now you have 2021, to twenty twenty one. Let's stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, like 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 you have to block them now. You know, like <laughs> there was a time where you didn't know what people's bedrooms look like. You know, Man. you didn't you didn't know what their bodies look like. You didn't know like you know what kind of music they listen to. And I feel like you know in this day and age, it really is important for us to actually spend learn how to spend time with each other again. Because all the all the say, to say all that because I feel like it's affect you know the fact that we have no privacy anymore, or right, we have yeah. we have we have to fight for that we have to fight for discretion, and mm-hmm. you know and and we're not surprised by anything anymore because everything is always on display, whether it be mm-hmm. a person whether it be a relationship whether it be your relationship with God, and I feel yeah. like. You know, nowadays everyone has a faulty platform on social media and they can share whatever they want to share. I know both of us are guilty of that, but I mean, you know, better than us yeah. than them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this, this is the thing. Yeah, go ahead. To even say, like, me saying it's none of your business, mm-hmm. like what somebody's doing with their life or, uh, you know, genuine, not genuine, like whatever, me saying that is not across the board yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. the way that i feel about that is if you don't have their phone number mm-hmm. 
you shouldn't have anything to say about their life because clearly you're not close enough to that person to have anything to say. Mm-hmm. You know, right. we're accountable to the people who are closest mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. Who are actually a part of our day-to-day lives mm-hmm. and can speak into our lives and like yeah. are close enough to say, Hey, that doesn't look right. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something feels off, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, of yeah. course, those people you should be accountable to. Those people yeah. should be able to call, you know, on you and say like, hey, I, I don't really like what I'm seeing, what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. this needs to be adjusted, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I just mean like, as a whole, though, I mm-hmm. think the church always has a lot to say mm-hmm. about people on platforms, um, whatever kind of platform it is yeah and cast judgment mm-hmm. and you, you have no idea who these people are in their personal lives i remember when i was talking to um a friend of, or i guess a colleague of mine in church and there was a um there was a uh a singer she had um she'd been she'd been dealing with you know drug issues and stuff like that I remember it came out that she was in a critical condition because of an overdose. Mm-hmm. And I remember that that person or, the, you know, that colleague of mine said something really, really nasty about, you know, that, um, that artist, that singer. And I said, I didn't, I didn't say anything at first, but I was thinking like, you know, wow, that's not, that's not how it should be. And it's not even, it's not even about like, you what she said necessarily attacking her as a person it was just the fact of like there's this there is this there's this thing especially with especially in the church of like you know an an unhealthy church culture in church culture that has separated themselves from the world and from what's going on i don't believe that we we who are christians and believers should be separate and should be elite and, 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 and set ourselves in a way that, that separates ourselves from the people that we're supposed to be amongst, like, and especially in pop culture, especially in with celebrities, like their lives are, you know, constantly on display. And I definitely, for me, that's a soft spot. I don't know why it's all, I don't know why, I guess I love, cause I love pop culture, but I just, I never liked the idea of being that Christian. And I don't like when Christians throw stones at people whose whose lives are elevated and whose lives are being seen 24 7 because they are not christian or because they're not in church or because because at the end of the day when you strip away their titles and you strip away their endorsements and you strip away and strip your your stuff away as well y'all are y'all are the same so why are you like love thy neighbor why are you why are you throwing st- in a way if i throw stones at you chris that's me throwing stones at myself if i if i hurt you that's me also hurting myself if i yeah. you know like all the all those that's why he tells us not to judge because i learned that i'm learning and just give you know and he just gave me that little you know revelation i guess that when i judge you based off of me that's stupid that's ridiculous that's why we have a, you know, if you believe in that, we have a judge. We have a, you know, we have a judge because that judge is just, that judge is fair. He's the only yeah. one that can say, you know, this is right and this is wrong or, you know, and, and that's what I remember is that 
at the end of the day, we are supposed to be, and that's why I feel like we're, we're, we are not supposed to have any necessarily, of, we can have opinions and we can have feelings towards things, but at the end of the day, when I look back at what, when I look at Jesus, I remember and he reminds me that my opinions and my feelings and my thoughts about situations and all that stuff, that is null and void at the point. It, it doesn't yeah. even exist based off of what, you know, based off of what he's done. responded and I, I know you felt it last year um with 2020 and with racial injustice and with racial tension how did you feel about the church's response to george floyd to brianna taylor and to any and any other issues that you know all the all the all the issue like how did you feel about it what, what it had it impact you i think for me, I felt a lot of anger mm -hmm. about it, mm -hmm. um, mostly because I know what it feels like to be hurting yeah. and to be broken, mm -hmm. specifically in, in, in the realm of the church, Yeah. Um, and they ignore it, mm. and they walk by. And they know what's happening. Yeah. Um, you know, and nobody says anything. Mm -hmm. I know what that feels like yeah. in my own life. And to see it play out with something that is so just blatantly evil. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and to still have people who are like, oh, but you don't know the full story. Yeah. We, you know, like they say he had this or he you know whatever he yeah, felt yeah. threatened you know like to still have people who find excuses mm -hmm. for acts that are just completely like mm -hmm. no shame about it hateful yeah and evil mm -hmm. is beyond me i i don't get it mm -hmm. you know and so for me 
the hardest thing was all the the special Sunday services dedicated yeah. to having a conversation <laughs> on race, and you got one black man on stage for for twenty minutes. <laughs> that to me, yeah. What is that doing? I'm sorry. I'm that, sorry. That's not to yeah. di- to discount anybody, but mm-hmm. what is that doing? In reality, what is it doing? What is it accomplishing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because whether you want to accept it or not, mm-hmm. the American church, mm-hmm. the white American church has played a huge role mm-hmm. in perpetuating racism. Agreed. And ostracizing minorities mm-hmm. and continuing this system and and, pu- and pushing you know? political agendas absolutely mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean the uh, white american church has yeah. played a huge role in that mm-hmm. and yet and still there are so many who refuse to acknowledge and accept that yeah i think it shouldn't be that hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it, it, it to me like children have a better concept mm-hmm of loving regardless yeah being kind regardless mm-hmm. like just human to human you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like black people want to be able to live without fearing for their life yeah like why is that like mm-hmm. a hard concept to grasp mm-hmm. and so i think that the lack of 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 empathy the lack of common sense yeah it's just really frustrating at this point Mm -hmm. um Mm. because we shouldn't have to keep having the same conversation over and over again you know what what i mean yeah you know what i think that you know it's it's definitely a um for me i'm seeing it now as you know it's a this issue it's a this issue no a lot of it has to do with education Mm -hmm. like it's a hundred percent education issue on every side of the spectrum when it comes to any issue out there, it a yeah. lot of it has to you. I see the lack of education that we have as people when mm-hmm. it comes to anything, um, and I also think that because the church has been when we're going back to the church, um, the church has been created. The American church, I feel like, has been created to when they see something bad or evil or what looks like evil or looks like this or looks like that we're taught to run away from it and that's not how yes jesus definitely talks about fleeing from certain things and you know separating yourself from certain things but when you look at how he ministered to people and how he loved people and how he was among the people that we would all look at and say why in the world are you hanging out with this person and what's so funny is that we talk about that, but we're still not living it. We're not doing a good job of living that as, you know, as, as believers. And, and I'll tell you what, I'll be honest with you, a lot, I have a lot of friends who are not Christian or consider themselves spiritual. Um, and they're some, of my, they're some of my dearest friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is no sense of, you know, I, I'm trying to get you to believe what I believe. You know, mm-hmm. there is no, yeah. there is no, it, I, I, I think that now we have to trust that what, what, what Jesus has done for us, 
who believe and what he's given us is enough for us to just live our lives and live the best life that we possibly can and be and, and develop our relationship with him. And that will overflow into so many of our lives and so many area, areas and aspects of our lives. Cause that's how it's supposed to be. Or that's just yeah. how I feel. About it. But, um, yeah. you know, I, I think that I, I had, a, I had a friend of mine, she asked me, her and her husband had asked me how they, how I felt personally about the whole George Floyd situation and how the church responded and stuff like that. And I didn't know how to respond to that. I didn't know how to talk about that because it was a little difficult and I didn't really know what to say. Also because, you know, because of social media and because of what the, of the news, it's really hard for us to have conversations because we can't even believe the news that we're being fed. You know, we're all right. getting fed different things. But, exactly. you know, she asked me, she said, what, what do you want me to teach my, our kids, um, their kids? Like, what do you want me to teach them about African-Americans, um, people of color? And, and for you being a black man in our house talking about this stuff, because we had great conversations about it. And I told her, I didn't know what to say, but later on I came and talked to her about it. And I said to her, I said, I mean, honestly, just teaching your kids the simple, simple, simple thing of just loving people, loving people the way that God loved, or that Jesus loves. You know, we sing all these songs and all that stuff, but you know, and also not being afraid to be uncomfortable. Because I think that that was a big thing as to why a lot of pastors did not do what we felt like they were supposed to do, which was to be able to be, to be in, a, in an uncomfortable space and talk about something that is really difficult to talk about, but not being, not trying to find a solution to the problem. Just being able to just be bold enough to talk about it. If you're yeah. bold enough to talk about it, I respect that versus you doing like what you said, you know, 20 minutes of and having one black man speak on behalf of the black community, <laughs> but he's under control of a church. So he can't really say as much as he wants to because he's under, you know, some form of a church and some form of, of spiritual leadership. You know, yeah. I, I def, and I also feel like money, and I'm not going to go too deep into that, but I do feel like money is a huge reason why the church did not step up the way we felt like they should have. You know? Yeah, I think it also has a lot to do with location, unfortunately. Absolutely. Um, you know, like from for the time that I was in in Atlanta before, mm -hmm. I, you know, like I I met enough people, I follow enough people yeah. who go to church in the South, mm -hmm. and the contrast. Mm -hmm. on my timeline between churches in the south yeah and inner city mm -hmm. urban churches mm -hmm. like like there is a huge contrast it's a very you know, when your congregation when your congregation is predominantly black and minority mm -hmm. the conversations are very different very much so mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean mm -hmm. but when you have a huge mega church yeah with a lot of campuses mm -hmm. and the majority of your congregation is white mm -hmm. in the south and they have money <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep 
yep. what is the conversation? You know what I mean? How mm-hmm, far can mm-hmm. that conversation really go? But that's the sad thing is because those are the churches that need to do their conversation the most. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like, just, it, it, it didn't even need to be a conversation. That's my thing. It's like, mm-hmm. we don't need to sit around and have a conversation. We need to sit and we need to listen. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, we need mm-hmm. to be giving these platforms to Black voices. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we, like, mm-hmm. we need to listen. Yeah. And, and we can't, can't even do that. Well, you know what? And yeah, yeah go ahead. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. I I just it it's hard. Yeah. It's it's heartbreaking, mm-hmm. and it's infuriating. Yeah. Um, and it can be very easy to just sit in that. Yeah. Like to just be angry about it and be frustrated and like want nothing to do with it. Um. But nothing changes otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, how have you, um, how have you, I feel, uh, how do you, how have you dealt with your anger towards the church, towards the situation going on in the world? Um, because it's very easy to look at everything that's going on and just mm-hmm. to be angry and be, and then that anger turns into, yes, bitterness, but it also turns into exhaustion. I yeah. feel like we, I feel like we are just all collectively, we are just all tired. Um, mm-hmm. And we just, we just keep going through life and we're doing, going through the motions, but we're, t- we're tired, man. Everybody's tired, yeah. you know, Absolutely. And, and it's not just a, it's not, it may not be a physical fatigue, but it's definitely a, a mental and an emotional mm-hmm. and a spiritual fatigue. Spiritually. Yeah, absolutely. You know? it, it really does take a toll mm-hmm. spiritually. Um, I think for me, without all the extra stuff of what has been happening in the world, politically, socially, you know, all all of these things combined, mm-hmm. um, the pandemic, mm-hmm. like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, the, yeah, that's so a whole other on. thing. Yeah. It's like, the, without all of those things um, and the way that the church handles those things, there was already stuff from my childhood, mm. things that I, I have seen happen and take place. Yeah. Um, personally, mm-hmm. people that I know within the church that have mm. caused a lot of pain, yeah. a lot of trauma, yeah. even, and, and anger and exhaustion. The, those are feelings that I, I've already dealt with within the church. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I know them well. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. And um I would say probably like the last two to three years I haven't been a part of a church community. I don't have a home church. Mm-hmm. And that it was something that was necessary for me. Mm-hmm. Um and but I don't want it to stay that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um and what I think what has helped me Mm-hmm. work through most of it is being able to freely talk about it mm-hmm. you know i i talk to alexander about yeah. it we have those conversations often that's because <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry no, you're good that. you're good <laughs> um and we have those conversations often because 
we've both been in that place. We mm. both know what it feels like. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, we have mentors that we talk to, mm-hmm. you know, because if you can't, there's nothing more annoying than sitting down with somebody who's also a Christian and like telling them what is hurting you mm-hmm. and like what's bothering you, what makes you angry. And they're like, I'm praying for you. It's like talking to a wall. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you should come to church. Mm-hmm. that'll fix all your problems and it's like i don't want to be there mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is precisely why i feel the way that i feel right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's but being able to freely have those conversations and, and work through those feelings has helped me a lot um because i i honestly didn't know i carried so much hurt from mm-hmm. things that i i grew up seeing mm-hmm. and i didn't know that i had feelings about that stuff um yeah. And so for me, I, I specifically told Alexander like a couple of weeks ago, like, I don't want to be a deconstructing Christian for the rest of my life. Wow. Hmm. It's not a place that I want to stay in because it can be very easy to get stuck there. And cynical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and you resentful. become cynical mm-hmm. and re- resentful. And then before you know it, it's not even about the people anymore. Exactly. It's you and God. Mm-hmm. Because that's all that's left. Exactly. And for me personally, I just, I can't, I can't stay there. Mm-hmm. I know that Jesus is real. Mm-hmm. He's been real in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know what I've experienced. Um, and I will not say that all that I've gotten from church is hurt. Mm-hmm. I can't say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I recognize that not everybody grew up in church mm-hmm. <laughs> the way that yep. I did, you know, Sunday to Sunday, you're at the church house every day. Like yep. I recognize yep. that that's not a normal experience for a lot of people. Um, and so there are things that I've seen, there are experiences that I've had that have been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, words that have been spoken over my life, words of encouragement, words of prophecy. And I, I hold those things close to my heart. You know what I mean? I've treasured those things up and I I hold on to that. Mm-hmm. I hold on to the hope that one day these things won't be something I, I'm worried about anymore. But if I stay in this place of being cynical mm-hmm. and deconstructing everything I've been taught mm-hmm. by the construct of church, yeah. I'm never going to get there. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get to the new heaven and the new earth, the new earth that Jesus has promised. Yeah. And so for me, I, I have to believe that there's more than that. Yeah. I have to believe that there is something and something very real and tangible that, that God still wants to do mm-hmm. um, through the church in the church. Yeah. And, and I, I work from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I think that, and thank you for sharing that. That was, that was, that was amazing. Um, because I remember that we talked, I went on, I think I went on a hike that day. Um, and I came back and I just, you know, just decided to word vomit on social media. And me and you had, you know, that's, I feel like that's where we started like talking more. Me. Yeah, it's the only like actual interaction you and I have ever had I, in person. Uh-huh. So I've seen you twice in person and both times i think i was just standing on the side while you and Alexander <laughs> were having a conversation like i don't know who this guy is oh like, my god you know what's <laughs> funny is like we i'm glad though and i remember those conversations were very very short because 
I know me and him, we can talk for hours and hours and hours. Like, and I remember like at that, at that, we went to Texas Roadhouse one night um, and we talked for like, I would say we talked for about four hours. Um, yeah. Just me, him, and then, and then our other friend. Um, and like, but yeah, like I, I remember like we started, you know, we were talking, you were telling me you just your story about where you've been with, with church and, you know, where you've been at. And I'm, and I feel like I'm right. I'm, I'm, I'm coming into, or I've been, I'm, I'm in what you were in two and two or three years ago. Like you said, you were, you know, you were not in church. You weren't, you didn't have a church home. I don't have a church home. Um, but I'm definitely, what's been so great is that it's showing me exactly what church really is. Yeah. And the fact that I have, you know, you, I have AB, your fiance, I have so many friends and so many people spiritually in my spiritual family. I have a very big spiritual family and I'm pretty sure you do as well. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what's been so great is that, you know, the building will, you can tear down a building, you can, you can, you can brand it out, you can do all kinds of stuff to a building, you know, the, the church, the culture of the church is not the building, obviously, it's the people. Right. But, you know, to have, to have a place spiritually where you can call home, and I'm not talking about a building, but with friends and with family that you can talk to that have similar spirits and similar, you know, anointings, and, you know, you can, and even have better, you know, more than you do, and you can learn from and they learn from you. Like, I'm realizing now, like, what I've had with, with, um, with A.B., you know, we've been friends, we've been brothers for, for a couple of years. That's church, you know, yeah, you, you guys, you guys relationship with each other. That's church, you know, like, you know, us. And I feel like we're getting back to that slowly, but surely, like um, being able to sit down and just have, and, you know, and we say it all the time, like we just said it a couple of times, but like, I mean, I'm not going to say just sit down and have a conversation. We just all like hang out. You know, we all go, you know, whatever it is, you go bowling, you go out to eat, you do whatever, what do whatever it is like, and it's not forced, it's not manipulated, yeah. it's not, you know, trying too hard, like, because I can tell you right now, I've had so many conversations in church where me and a bunch of people were having conversations in the middle of a church building and we were talking for hours. And the lights have gone off. They're telling us to go home. And we're still talking. We, and then we just take it out to the parking lot. We're just talking. That's church. You know, that's, yeah. that's church. That's what it's supposed to be. And what's so funny yeah. is that I'm learning what it is while being in what we've made it to be, which is big well, lights, and, you know, the production, productions and the, the latest the time limits. song, the time limits. Oh my God, the time limits, the, the, the clothes, the, and I'm so yeah. glad that you said it. It's that, you know, it's, um, it's, it's you and God, mm -hmm. it's you and God. And that's how it's going it, to, that's what you all, that's really what you start, you start with. And that's what you'll end with is your relationship yeah. with you and God. But Absolutely. also, but also with like pop culture and what we talked about just with the world and just, you know, the church's response to the world. Like, I'm so glad to see, Number one, I'm I'm sad. I'm I'm really I'm really glad. I'm also interested to see how certain people that we've seen in churches, in mega churches, who have now either been who have stepped down, been fired, or just have decided just to separate themselves from the church, how they're going to move 
in, within the next five to 10 years and what they're going to, how yeah. they're going to be leaders of the church. Um, and also just seeing like people like, you know, I'm not going to name drop, but like people that, you know, are in pop culture who are, you know, reaching out to people who are non-Christian in pop culture, mm -hmm. you know, non, you know, who are celebrities and celebrities, one's a Christian, one in the gospel world and one in the, in the secular world. And we, and we're seeing that now we're seeing these, yeah. we're seeing these worlds in a way. Like kinda, major crossover. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've seen, I saw, I, I, I'm not going to name drop them, but no, I, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it, man. And it's mm -hmm. insane. And I love it because I'm like, this is what it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. I, for me, that's like, this is what it's supposed to be. It shouldn't be this separation. Christians sit here, heathens sit over there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's- Yeah, absolutely. We need to learn how to coexist with one another. And I feel like the church needs to, like we talked about, the church needs to evolve, you know, mm -hmm. or what we, yeah. and, I, and but I also think, and I don't want to be too negative or, you know, ruin anybody's day but i really do feel like though that the church is going to look very very different in the next i don't even want to say next 10 years i want to say in the next five years the church is going to look very different I um, hope so. because it's it's happening as we, it's it's literally happening before our eyes like it's it's yeah. happening and if you if you're not aware if you're not paying attention and seeing like you talked about the celebrities that are being more vocal about their faith um mm -hmm. it's happening it's it's yeah. happening and we have to if we want to be like you said salt and light cities on a hill peculiar people chosen generation all those different things we have to learn how to learn we have to learn how to coexist and and, and evolve and learn how to be amongst each other again and i'm not talking about just yeah. believers people who are not even believers can you have a conversation with someone who who's agnostic, yeah. you know, who's mm -hmm. whatever, like, so yeah, like, yeah, I think one, just, I mean, just be like, mm -hmm. be a person, be human without an agenda. And can you say that I again, remember, please? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I, it, it was like my senior year and mm -hmm. it was like, I was going to be graduating out of high school, you know, youth group. And, yeah. and so like in my youth group, they like the seniors had like a specific kind of like leadership training, like group, where mm -hmm. we were specifically poured into like, as we were going to be leaving this like nest, so yeah. to speak yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the youth group. And mm -hmm. Um, like on our like last official Sunday as youth, they like they allowed a, a time for the seniors to speak. Mm -hmm. And I remember in, in preparation for that, I had a mentor at a time and at the time and she said something um, that I often think about. Mm -hmm. um, and what she just what she told me was it was very simple. People know when you're not being authentic. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you come in with an agenda or you come in wearing a mask, mm -hmm. people know. Especially, yeah. I feel like the, the younger generations, uh, the millennials, the zillennials, whatever you want to call us. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I feel like there is a level, like we, there is a a yearning, a, a seeking. Yeah. And we might not know what it is that we're looking for, but we know what it's not. Mm -hmm. when we see yeah mm -hmm. and so i agree i think and 
my mentor at the time, she'd also said like, you don't have to be completely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Not everybody needs to know the details. Not everybody needs to know the deepest parts of you, but they should see that you're transparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's all that there is to it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really very simple. Yeah. Be transparent. Mm-hmm. Be authentic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't come in with an agenda. Don't come in with what you what you need it to be, what you want it to be, what you're trying to make and mold a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I just that's a turnoff. Yeah. And you know what instantly. And, and yeah, you're right. Like I think that we need to stop trying to sell each other stuff. <laughs> Cause it is. We're walking around like a bunch of like salesmen, you know, like trying to trying to sell each other something. And it's like, you know, Christianity has become that on the way, like, well, or American Western evangelical, whatever has become that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you're trying to sell me something like, you know, like we're, I think like going back to the, the shoes and, you know, that whole response that the church had to that whole marketing scheme, because that's all it was, it was just a marketing scheme and we all fell for it. Um, I think that we don't hear the separation in our conversations. Yeah. That person did that. And this is, this according to the Bible is these things. Okay. But that's also, here's the thing. Let's, 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 like I said, let's, let's strip it. Let's strip everybody down. That's somebody's kid. That's somebody's son. That's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's student. That's someone's, employee let's Mm -hmm. make it a little bit more let's bring it more close to home you -hmm. know like when we look at all the situations that are going on in our world when we look at all the situations going on racial tension and stuff like that my thing is like you know again reminding reminding that god created us all he didn't just create christians and he didn't just die for christians because mm-hmm. before you were a Christian, you were one of them. <laughs> and that's and that shouldn't be. We need to stop doing that, that creating that separation. Because you know what that does? It turns us into a bunch of elitists. And it turns mm-hmm. us into I'm better than this person because I believe a truth that you know I receive for myself. But that's on that's for you. That may not be for them, you know? And right. you know, we I just love what you said just to tie all this up with a bow and wrap it up. But I, I love what you said about, we need to stop trying to get, trying to get the world to act like Christians. You know, I don't even like saying things like the world and the lost and the, you know, right. like, because right. of the, yeah. people, people, exactly. People. people, people, like, I think I found the title for my podcast or for this episode, but yeah, like I, I just, as, as we just talking, like, it's just, it's people, man. It's people. And I understand yeah, it's humanity. Yeah. It's, it's, that's what he died for. That's what he, but he loved it. And we, we keep, we change, we, we, we change the, um, the story around. I feel like we just mess up the story so badly. We think that he took pity on us. A famous worship leader. She said that she was like, she was like, he didn't die. He didn't come down here and do what he did because he had pity on us. He did it because we were worth it. 
like he loved us so much that he wanted to. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> you are there. Come on now. You know exactly where that's from. I probably, I'm pretty sure you already know what, what, what worship set that is. But like, you know, like the, the timestamp, you probably were on your face wailing to that like I was. But like, not like, like we think we look at, we look at the, we look at us like that. We, we look at, you know, we look at people like that. Like, you know, yeah. he, 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 he just, he did it and just was like, oh, all right, fine, you know, whatever. You know, I just, I'll do it, you know, oh, poor pitiful thing, you. Like, he right. he, he yeah. loved, yeah. I, I honestly think now, and I'm, I, I, I asked the question of, do you, you know, did, do you think that Jesus learned from us, you know, in a way? Like, he came to teach us, but maybe in a way we probably taught him in some way, shape, or form. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a relationship, you know, even the all knowing, all seeing, all loving God could possibly learn from us people, the things yeah. that he created, you know, and, and what that says about us being human and being real and being natural and authentic. Like, right. I think that, you know, we need to get back to that and we need to stop even what you said, like before, like it, we've created distance from us and the people that we are supposed to live amongst and mm-hmm. we're seeing that and that's all this whole conversation was was just just that you know just that yeah definitely i think what i for me because i mean to take on the like challenge of, of the church mm-hmm. and changing the church yeah i i'm not gonna say it's it's impossible no Mm -hmm. or that you're fighting a losing battle Mm -hmm. but i will say start within yourself yeah i think we all need to do that yeah um i think and that that goes for anything Mm -hmm. like when when you more easily can pick out what's wrong in another person Mm -hmm. that to me that that is a signal like you need to look at you Mm -hmm. i need to look at me when my first instinct, my natural inclination is, is to point out what's wrong with somebody else. Um, and so that, yeah. that means that there's something else. Like I can't think I'm better, any better mm-hmm. or, you know, for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. so I think for me, it comes down to, am I loving my mm-hmm. neighbor as well? Yeah. Am I being the best daughter, mm-hmm. the best friend, the best mm-hmm sibling Mm -hmm. the best partner that i can be yeah you know what i mean like that's that's what it comes down to alexander and i say it often like i just want to be a better follower i want to be a better son or daughter wow like yeah it's really good comes down to that um and this is the last thing i'll say Mm -hmm. um in talking about in in the context of of our relationship Mm -hmm. like what it was we wanted to do Mm-hmm. or what we wanted to be better at for me it came down to i want to be a better daughter yeah you know what i mean daughter mm-hmm. of, of god i want to mm-hmm. be a better believer because mm-hmm. out of that relationship will flow everything else everything else i will Absolutely. i will want in a month <laughs> i will be a better wife <laughs> i'm so i'm so excited you know for y'all. I mean? yeah like i will be a better daughter and a better sister yeah my siblings um a better neighbor to the people that i work with Mm -hmm. 
you know, the people that I see every day that I'm serving hot bean water to. Like, <laughs> I will be a better person. <laughs> hot bean water. <laughs> you know? Oh, that was um, great. Like, mm-hmm. uh, for me personally, as a yeah. believer. Yeah. Like, when I look at myself mm-hmm. and I see what needs to be fixed, I see what could be better. And I, I work wow. on those things. And that comes from the vertical. Yes, Everything right. else horizontal will follow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's mm. that's my last nugget for you. I ain't got nothing else to say after that. <laughs> the hot bean water. That's You know what I think that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> Out of everything that you just said, that's the only thing I heard was hot bean <laughs> Oh my God. No, this is really, really, really good. I'm so glad you jumped on here and we got to talk. Well, about thanks it. for having me. Man, this is way outside my comfort zone. I hope you're happy. You did phenomenal. <laughs> you know what? No, I don't even want to say it's outside your comfort zone because look, you I know I've seen you in a loving way, not to make you make you some kind of villain or some kind of you know sociopath. But no, you'll take out somebody's head on social media or whatever you gotta say. I look forward to what you say because I'm like, oh, she about to drop, she about to say, she about to knock it all out. She about to take everybody's head. She's got to open up, open up her closet. Oh, She's got a bunch of heads just hanging there because she done knocked them all terrible. out. <laughs> just dropping wisdom.